This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. One of the most recognizable and noticeable differences in the month of Elul <coughs> is that there's a practice to blow the shoifer in shul most places, at least chakras, every morning uh, for the month of Elul. Where exactly does that come from? So that's actually very well well based. That is a very good source. It's brought down in a Pirkei de Belazer. What's Pirkei de Belazer? Pirkei de Belazer was written by Belazer ben Horkinus. He happens to have a fascinating story about his own life. He was a Talmud of Yechem ben Zakkai. He grew up uh, a regular person. He grew up in a religious home. But he had no aspirations of being a big Talmud Chacham. His father put him to work, and he was very unhappy. He wanted to go uh, learn Torah. So he ended up running away from his job, and he became a big Talmud Chacham, but he was very poor. Oh, my son. His father came to Yeshiva one day, and so how successful he was. Unbelievable story by Belazer ben Horkinus. But in any case, he wrote what we have today as Pirkei de Belazer. So the tour quotes the Pirkei de Belazer, as does the Rush. But it's very important to see exactly how the Pirkei de Belazer is said and exactly how it's quoted. Why? So the Pirkei de Belazer that's found in the Torah can also be looked up in the Pirkei de Belazer, Perik Mem Vav. The Pirkei de Belazer tells us like this, that on Rosh Chodesh Elul, Hashem said to Moshe, I want you to go back up on the mountain the second time to get the Luchas Shnias. As it says in the Pesach, And on that day that Moshe went up the second time, they sounded a Shoifer. Shenemar says in the Pesach in, in, in Tehillim, HaKadosh Baruch was uplifted by the Shoifer. And it explains the Pirkei of the the purpose of this Shoifer was to remind the Jewish people, don't mess up again. Don't make the same mistakes you made the first time I went away. So before Moshe Rabbeinu parted, he went up and the shofar sounded up. Says the Pirkei of the Blazer, Lechein, therefore, Heskinu Chazal. Chazal made a takona. Chazal is strong Lashonis. Chazal means the Rabbonon. They made a takona. That we should sound the shofar every single Rosh Chodesh Elul to commemorate the shofar that was sounded when Moshe Rabbeinu went up. That's the way we have at Kan Loshen Pirkei de Belazer. If you look up in the Sefer, that's where Pirkei de Belazer ends, which means that we should only blow Shoifer and Rosh Chodesh The whole reason why we blow Shoifer and Rosh Chodesh is to commemorate Moshe Rabbeinu Shoifer. That was only one day, and then Moshe Rabbeinu went up. So Lafi, this, the real source of blowing Shoifer is not the whole month. It's really only on Rosh Chodesh El. But if you look at the Lushen of the Pirkei of the Belazer, it's very strong. He says, L'chein Hiskinu Chazal, means it's Chazal. That means it's uh, like any mitzvah de Rabbanan, which means we should make a bracha. Achrein mass is kasha. Why is there no bracha on the shayfar, at least on the shayfar of Chaydish Elul, of, of Rosh Chaydish Elul? That's a fulfillment of the Kanas Chazal. Now, the way many Rishayim have it, that this is the end of the Pirkei de Belazer. Now the tour and the Rosh and other Rishayim start to continue. And they say, V'chal ha-chaydish. That even though, strictly speaking, all you have to do is blow on Rosh Chodesh Elul itself, we blow the whole month. Why do you blow the whole month? So the Rishonim give two standard reasons. One reason, to remind the people, to warn the people to do tshuva. And the second reason is, to confuse the Satan. The Satan's going to think uh, he missed Rosh Hashanah already, and therefore we blow the Shreifer in the month of Elul. So there's two separate issues over here. Is is the Pirkei of the Belazer limited to only Rosh Chodesh Elul itself, and not the whole month of Elul? Or the Girsa in some Rishonim had that the Pirkei de Belazer continues. And he also added to say to blow the Shoei for the entire month. So it's not clear in all Rishonim that the Minig was always to blow Shoei for the entire Elul. There were many communities where the Minig was only to blow Shoei for Rishonim Shel. That was it. That was the whole Shoei. Why? Because that's what the Pirkei de Belazer said. It's to commemorate the Shoei of Moshe Rabbein. Now it's interesting, 
our practice in most of our communities where we live is that we blow the shoifer Rosh Chodesh Elam throughout the entire month. But I did see Rav Moshe Karp wants to tie in an interesting Chiddush L'Halach. He wants to say, being that sounding the shoifer on Rosh Chodesh itself is a different source than sounding the shoifer the entire month, he thinks there should be a practical nafkamina. For example, the discussion amongst the Paiskim, can you blow the shoifer during Elul with a puzzle of shoifer? Can you blow uh, a puzzle of Tashrat? Can a cotton blow shoifer? I'll be even so extreme. Can a woman blow shayfer? Right? Is it a real tkiya that has to follow all the halachas of tkiya shayfer? So Rabbi Shikarb wants to say it should depend. If it's on Rish Chaydish Elul, that's much more, that's real. That was Mamash, the Kanat Chazal, to commemorate Moshe Shabbat Shafer, that's a real shayfer. Mashaykin, the rest of the month, that's just Lahazarus Achuva, it's just Lahazarus Vasaltan, so then we don't really care too much how you get it done. But most Paiskim don't differentiate between the, the shayfer which we'll have tomorrow versus the shayfer that we'll have for the rest of the month. But it is interesting. Throughout history and throughout the Rishayim, there were communities that did not blow shoy for the entire month. The accepted practice to blow shoy for the entire month really started predominantly in the Ashkenazic communities, and and well, Ashkenazic and Sarfas, which is France and Germany. Those Rishayim who lived in France and Germany, they were really the first ones to really start this push to blow shoy for not just on Rishayim but for the entire month. However, in, in places like Italy and Provence, you know, Provence is is, is southern. Is uh, southern or northern France? It's southern France. I always get confused. So Provence, which is southern France, but Provence had its own rules. It was almost like a different community. But in Italy, in Provence, the Rishayim only blew Rishayim They did not blow the entire month. Why? Because they only had the Pirkei de Belazer as far as the whole, just on Rishayim itself and not the entire month. We have it in the Ramon Shulchan Aruch, based on the tour, based on the rush. We have that. No, we blow Shayfer for the entire month. So that's why the practice by us is that we blow Shayfer for the entire month, not just on Rosh Chodesh El, but we blow Shayfer for the entire month as well. <clears throat> now, what is interesting is if you look in the Lashon of the tour, as the same Lashon in the rush, they say, therefore, in Ashkenaz, now again, Ashkenaz means predominantly Germany and France. In Ashkenaz, the minute was Lutkoya Bechoboiker Ve'erev. This Nusik is found in quite a few Rishonim that the minute became to blow Shoifer twice a day. So Kipshuto, if you take the words of the Rishonim, Erev means nighttime. It means Mayrev, now, at night. They used to blow the Shoifer at that time. Now, that's a, big of, a bit of a discussion to what Erev means. Does Erev mean Mamish at night? Or does Erev mean afternoon? For example, they quote in Prague, Tell your rabbi brings down in Prague, they used to blow shoy for Motzei Shabbos. And they said, but you can only do it after you first make Havdol and the Davenik. Because their mamas blew at night. They blew at night. Because they took the lotion of these Rishayim Kipshut and they blew by Mayrith. If you look in the Ramon Shulchan Aruch, the Ramon writes, Yesh noigim l'tkoya b'shachris, v'yesh noigim l'tkoya b'arvis. And some people blow by Mayrith also. If you look in the Darkei Moshe, there he only says, v'noigim l'tkoya b'shachris. The Matafrayim writes, Matafrayim lived... Uh, 150 years, 200 years after the Ramah, he says, I, I never saw anyone blow Shafer at night. I just never saw it. Although it's in the Rishonim, I never saw it. Now, what is interesting is Ramosha Feinstein has a true Venegris Moshe, Arachayim Chelek Dalet, Simon Chafal, for Ramosha wants to explain that those Rishonim who said Erev never meant nighttime. And Ramosha has an interesting Svara. Ramosha says, because nighttime is din. Right? That's why we don't say Slichas at night. Nighttime is din. Shafer is Rachamit. Now, you would have thought the shoifer of Elul is not Racham. The shoifer of Elul is Leharaz B'tshuva or Leharaz B'tshuva. But Moshe writes, it can't be done by Lila. I so what do these Rishonim mean when they say Lila? So Moshe explained that Erev didn't mean nighttime. Erev meant either they daven Meirev early or Erev meant after Mincha. But Zakir Moshe, you never belong shoifer by Lila. 
Now, it's, it's hard to accept that because I saw in myself, I saw Rishonim in Prague and other places, they were blowing Belay Lamamish. Not like what Moshe is saying. But in any case, that's what Moshe is saying. He doesn't bring any rayas. He says it's just a given to him. That even though the Rishonim have a terminology of Erev, no one ever blew Shafer a night. So in Washington Heights, when do they blow the Shafer? They don't blow it, they blow it after Mincha. But what time did they die Mincha? Is it nighttime yet? It's not nighttime yet, right. They also don't blow it at night. So even there in Washington Heights, today you can find that they talk blow the shofar twice a day. Shachar is umincha. That's the Erev, that's the evening. But they don't blow it at, after Mayur. They don't blow it at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Many places today only blow the shofar earlier in the day. The other question that comes up is when's the first day to start blowing the shofar? So if you look in the Lashon of the Pirkei de Beloz, the Pirkei de Beloz says, Rosh Chay Well, today it was technically Rosh Chay It's today Rosh Chay What day did Moshe Rabbeinu go up? So that's a big question. So it's interesting. There's a Das Kenva Baliyat Tyson Parshas Akev that writes Mefurish that you start blowing the Shaifer on Aleph on the first day of Rosh Chodesh, which is still Lamedav. Says Mefurish, the first day of Rosh Chodesh. That was the opinion of the Marshal, and that was Minik Frankfurt. In Frankfurt, they blew, Yosef Oymitz writes, Minik Frankfurt was to blow the first day. What are they doing? I think in Washington Heights, the first day? I think so. I think it's the first day also, if I'm not mistaken, but definitely Frankfurt, that was the Minik. In Frankfurt, the Minik was to blow the first day. The Magen Avram quotes the Taisus in Baba Kamo, says, no, we start on the second day. But it's interesting, if you look in the Chayodam, the Chayodam brings them both. Some first day, some second day, he doesn't uh, pick sides. Even the Mishnah Brura, by us, in Simitov Kofayalov, he brings down both shitas. He says, some, some say the first day, some say the second day. Rav Moshe writes in that same Chuvik, he writes that the accepted practice, by and large, is to start on the second day. But says Rav Moshe, let's say you find yourself in a shul, and the shul tells you our practice is the first day. Says Rav Moshe, don't change the minute. That's a real minute. Blowing the shayf on the first day of Rosh Chodesh is a legitimate minute. It might not be the most accepted minute, but it is a legitimate minute, and therefore Rav Moshe Paskins, if that is the case, you should not switch such a minute. Now, it is the, the big question that all the Mepharshim talk about is, is this chiv to sound the shayf during the month of Elul? Is it a chayv tzibor, or is it a chayv siyach? For example, we all know the shayf on Rosh Hashanah is an obligatory responsibility on every individual. Nebuch of a person is in the hospital, a person is quarantined, they still have to have someone blow the shayfa for them. Because it's a chayvas yachit. We know there are certain things that are a chayvas tzibur. You only have to do it when you're part of the minion. Let's say, for just argument's sake, let's say Kriya Satayr is like that. Even though Kriya Satayr is a big tumult, if it's a chayvas yachit or a chayvas tzibur. But let's just for argument's sake, say Kriya Satayr is a chayvas tzibur. What's shayfar el? Is shayfar el a chayvas yachit, like shayfar de Rosh Hashanah? Or is it a chayvas tzibur? And therefore, let's say, for example, you, know, you miss. You miss minion. Or Reb Chaim Kansky talks about a more creative case. Let's say you have a minion of only nine people. You can't get number ten to show up. And there's no other minion in the neighborhood, or you have to go to work. It's just you nine. So should you still buy, should you blow the shayfer? Or this is not a minion. It's not a tzibur. Nine people are not a tzibur. So the way it plays out is it's basically machloikas achreinim between the Tzitzel Yezer and the Pesach Frank. Tzitzel Yezer has a tshuva where he believes very strongly that it's a chayv tzibur. And let's say, for example, let's say you're not part of the tzibur. Either you didn't daven with a minyan that day, or uh, you left early, perhaps. There is no chiv to start running around to try to hear a shayf. While the Pesach Frank disagreed. The Pesach Frank said, no, it's a chayv yachid. Every person has to make sure to hear every single day shayf from the chayv The accepted psak amongst the gedeli achreinim is not like the Pesach Frank, but more like the tzitzel yezer, that it's a chayv tzibur. So let's say you don't make it to shul one morning. You don't have to start running around finding someone to blow shayf for you. Is there any downside to it? There's no downside to it. But uh, you're not mechuyiv me'ikaradin to run around. What exactly do we blow every single morning? So the accepted practice, when the Matafrayim brings it down, is we blow a tashrat. But if you look in the Bach, 
the Bach has a Chumrah, and he says that since we don't really know what the proper true is supposed to be, so every time you blow, you always have to blow all three. Tarat, Tashat, Tarat, Tashat, Tarat, Tashrat. And therefore, even an Elo, you have to blow all three. Which many Hasidim do, and I think they do that also on Washington Heights, if I'm not mistaken. They also blow all three. They don't just blow what we just blow a tashrat. But in many communities, the chassidish also they blow all three. It's based on a bach. The bach writes like this in Simon Tovkov Tzadi Bey. Tovkov Tzadi Bey. He says he's supposed to blow all three. But again, today many people just blow a tashrat, like the like the like the Mat Ephraim says. And again, most achrayim hold that you can use a pasul shayfer. You don't have to start measuring the sound, the length of the tkiyas. But most achrayim do not allow a woman or a child to blow. Not be'etzim. I just think they feel like it's not a kavad atzim. They don't talk about women so much. That's my addition. But they talk about a cotton. Rav Chaim Ganevsky was asked, can a cotton blow shayfer now? He thought, it's not right. Because, again, a cotton can't blow shayfer in Rosh Hashanah. That's because he's not mechoyiv. But in El, I would have been mekel. But Rukhaim Kinevsky writes, it's Ene Nochen, it's not correct. I think it's really stemming from an issue of Kavarat Sibur more than anything. So the Maisa, the practice is widely accepted in almost all the communities, is to sell, except for the Svardim. The Svardim don't blow Shoifer in El, they blow it during the Slichas. Nowhere in Shulchan Aruch is this minik found. It's not brought down in Shulchan Aruch. It is found in the Perk of the Belaz, it is found in the Rishonim, but it's not found by the Svardim. Therefore, the Svardim don't sound the Shoifer during, at the conclusion of the Davin like we do, but rather they sound the Shoifer in the middle of the Slichas. Okay.